Welcome to this episode of the Star Wars Universe Podcast. We are on the last season of The Clone Wars, closing in. Today we're talking about episode 11. All that and more right after a commercial break we have no control over. Welcome back. This is Matthew. I'm joined as always by our host, Paul. Um, I, I, I'm not going to even joke about it at all. This was a phenomenal, phenomenal episode. Yeah, it was. Um, it's my favorite episode so far, I would yeah. say. Um, the, uh, the, let me, yeah, let me just quick jump in um, for those who are following along. Um, we are talking about the last season of The Clone Wars, Season 7, that was newly released. Um, if you've been mostly listening along to our rewatch of the entire show and you're looking forward to more episodes about Season 2, this is not that. Please hit stop. Um, but if, or if you do want to listen along and learn about season seven, even if you haven't seen it, um, feel free. But I, I would definitely uh, suggest going back and, and, and watching all of season seven up to this episode because it is a doozy. Um, with that, though, uh, spoiler warning. We're going to spoil everything except uh, episode 12. So with that, let's uh, go forward. Yeah. Um, so spoiler, if you multiply the episode number by six, eh, eh, <laughs> you get the spoiler in the video description, which was uh -huh. very frustrating. I have to say, um, yeah. didn't really take a whole lot away from, like, I think we felt that coming, but it was unfortunate to have it confirmed, particularly because we don't have the narrator spoiling things for us now. Yeah, no, it, for anyone who doesn't understand what we're talking about, uh, Disney interface, uh, Disney Plus interface needs to be fired into the sun. Uh, you load up this episode, and it appears on the screen, uh, you know, in this episode, Ahsoka fights for her life as Order 66 takes part, place, or something like that. And mm -hmm. I was just like, don't spoil things like that. Yeah. It's so annoying. Um, there was one, I think it was maybe like Cinemax, or, or, or no, Stars Online. With it. There was one of those online services that's now dead. They had a thing where you had to click a button to read the episode summary. Because like, oh, that's if amazing. you're trying to figure out, if you're trying to figure out where you are in the show, yeah, yeah, yeah. Get, like, but don't make us see it. it right. Anyway. Yeah, but, and, so. and if you're gonna have like a screenshot, have it be from something kind of neutral. You yeah. Know? Exactly. Um, you know, Ahsoka and Maul work together, or something basic like that. Even right. that would be a big spoiler. Right. Um, Ahsoka but, heads back to the capital after what happened in the previous episode. Like, right. okay. But let's let's just talk. Let's start with with just this episode itself. Um, I don't think I ever have to watch Return of the Sith, Revenge of the Sith again. Um, or at least certainly, mm. I don't have to watch the scene where Order sixty six takes place. Right. Because this movie did it better. This show did it better. So much. So much better. So like, much better. Watching Ahsoka and like having her just barely hear the voices um yeah. and i'm your ear is better than well actually i don't know what language you're listening in so it may not matter <laughs> I, I watched it twice so i did hear it in english after watching it in spanish okay i'm fairly certain that that was the actual like audio from the movie that wasn't them like they didn't have the right. new actors re-record those lines am i correct is that what you got as well uh i cannot verify but i okay. don't disagree it it felt like it you know um yeah it, it certainly I, I really sounded to me know. like Hayden Christensen, uh, Anakin, not the original one. And it's as much as I don't like him, it gave it all that much more power. And it's just like, yeah. this is the continuity we want. You know, this is like, you've seen the main event happen. Now let's see what it happens in this different part of the world. And I just feel like so many of my questions about Order 66 now make more sense, you know? Right. Yeah, totally. It, it, yeah. And it, 
you know, on the one hand, like the whole chip implanted in the clones heads thing, um, like takes away their agency and sort of the idea that there's this whole conspiracy that they're all in on. And on the other hand, like it also makes it more believable. Like as much as that's like this ridiculous sci-fi, you know, kind of just like, okay, we'll just, we'll just explain it by this. It's like, yeah, how are you going to keep a secret through an entire army, right? But yeah. if it's like you just flip a switch and the secrets between you and the um, – wherever those people are from uh, yeah. who created them. It, uh, it, like, yeah, Camino. Yeah, like you can buy it. Yeah, I, I think that's true. And I think I think this is a good example of using the material you were given because yes. the, the speed at which it happens makes me think that, that the conspiracy idea, like the agency idea – it just wouldn't fit with what they wrote in the original prequels. And that's bad writing on the prequels part, and you could have made it more interesting. But but the other thing is that, like, on some level, a lack of agency has been the whole point with the clones all along. Yeah. And on the one hand, it would have been fun to watch them develop agency, but then you also have the question of, like, the Jedi are already really stupid for missing Palpatine doing this. How do they miss the clones doing this? Right. So, like... I, yeah, and in some ways, I feel like it it makes it even more tragic. You know, I mean, I I wept during parts of this episode with with what was happening with Rex and all that yeah. because it just like for me, as much as I think I would have liked a story about the clones having agency, I feel like this one's even more powerful because it's just how tragic is it for them that they have never had this agency, and yeah. um, like to me. There's always interesting moments when you're watching someone like fight against um, the control that uh, someone else has for them through mind control or something, mm-hmm. and just watching Rex like basically be about to shoot Ahsoka, and just that small shot of his hands shaking and him just barely like blurting out check fives before he opens fire. Um, yeah, it was just so good. It was so yeah. good. Yeah, yeah. As far as like people fighting mind control, I thought that was outstanding. And then later also and. You know, the sort of him on some level wanting to have agency, right? I mean, on the yeah. deepest level, really. But then having that just superseded literally by his programming, right? Yeah. Um, and then, you know, the, the care Ahsoka takes to try to not kill him, um, to try to uh, find a way to resolve it and figure out what's going on instead of just like, oh, well, you're attacking me. Lop off your head or whatever. Right. Um, you know, that said... You know, she tries to not kill the the clones, but then, like, she unleashes them all and is like, oh, go do chaos. And it's like, obviously, a bunch of them are going to die. Well, but. And it's interesting you said that because I thought from the very get-go, I mean, she's, like, bouncing laser blasts back at them. And, like, she, she certainly seems to kill a bunch of them herself without any remorse. Yeah, and, that's and true. Maybe understandably so, like, yeah. self-defense and all. But, yeah, um, yeah, it, 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 that was interesting, to be sure. Um, I will also say we'll, we'll get back to the main things in a, in a moment, but um, just, um, just on the Darth Maul thing, um, you and I have talked about how we talked in the last episode how the theme in Star Wars of people getting their arms cut off has been replaced oh. in some of the new stuff oh, by wow. unsafe doors. You, and I so mean, to have an unsafe door cut somebody's arm off, wow. I was just like, yeah. this is the pinnacle. We right, have achieved, right. this is the singularity of Star Wars. <laughs> it is the the intersection of <laughs> Clone Wars and 
uh, and the original trilogy, yeah. you know. <laughs> and Mandalorian, yeah. which and is where Mandalorian. all the yeah. Yeah. happened. It just all came together. Yeah, exactly. The modern <laughs> and the, the the ancient Star Wars stuff, basically. It's just... <laughs> I, when I saw that, I was like, oh, yeah, there it is. <laughs> yeah, I, I have to imagine that was intentional. That was someone kind of, like, realizing these two things have become things. <laughs> it has know? to be. It has to be. I mean, there's no way something like that happens that perfectly <laughs> without someone being like, oh, you know, you know what we should put in this episode? <laughs> and, like, Let's that's the then. brilliant part of, like, a, an extended universe like this is, like, that's, a, that's an Easter egg, you know? That's the kind of, right. like, a nice little nod and wink. Yeah, um, for sure. Whereas some people would be like, oh, ooh, you know, which, yeah. like, also that. Yeah, but... <laughs> gruesome as hell. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so let's go more on just uh, Ahsoka and, and, and how Order 66 has played out. Or actually, even backing up there a second. Because um, I'm, I'm trying to remember what happens there. There was a couple of moments that felt really good. Um, you know, Ahsoka talk. Oh, Ahsoka talking well, to the council. Um, yeah. Was, well, go ahead. I was going to say, like, don't sleep on the beginning of the episode. You know, the whole beginning of the episode from, like, the tone, which is underscored by the music in yeah, a right. really, in, a, in an understated way. I'd say it's like, it's hard not to notice it, but it doesn't demand you notice it. It's not mm. like, there's something going on. You know, it's like, it creates this sense of unease yeah. um, where it's like, you know, you know what's going to happen because you've seen, but you don't know if that's what's going to happen unless you right. saw the screenshot and yeah. <laughs> Disney Plus. But like, you know, there's there's already this idea, but at the same time, it just make it creates this really palpable feeling, um, and you can feel it like amongst the characters as well, right? And yeah. when when Ahsoka gets on the ship and she's talking to Rex, basically about like the war kind of being over, and she's like, you know, we were taught to be like peacekeepers but like all i've ever been is a soldier and he's like well all i've ever been is a soldier you know and like the clones have a mixed feelings on the war because it's like it's why they exist literally right yeah. like they would not have come into the world if it weren't to start this war um but on the other hand it's like it's also horrible and a bunch of them have died through it and a bunch of other people have died through it and so it coming to an end is it just the whole thing um it's just like a weird uneasiness where it feels like, well, things should be getting better, right? But does it feel like they are? No. Yeah. Th there's such a power of, even before that scene, which is amazing. And I'm so glad you brought us back to this, like not buried at the beginning. Mm -hmm. There's, you know, the power of negative space, of not mm. having dialogue. And it just, there's just this yes. long scene of, you know, Darth Maul's like, you know, in this c cocoon, whatever thing he's in, being slowly wheeled into the ship and the ship yeah. slowly taking off and just Ahsoka slowly, while the music is so understated. Yeah. I I often, you know, when there's no dialogue, I look away, I check my phone, I'm kind of, I was glued to the screen. I was yeah. riveted during that. Yeah, um, for sure. And, the, and just like Darth Maul, like breathing, you know, yeah. in captivity, basically just like there's this menace that, Honestly, like, you know, it's the quiet Darth Maul again, right? Yeah. Like, and... It, it, there was a little bit of a, a Hannibal Lecter reference there, right? With him oh, just, like, with the yeah. glass and... Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. It was... It, it was phenomenally done. And I was just like, why, why couldn't we get more of that in the movies? <laughs> like... I know. I mean, if, so, it, not even just the movies, but, like, seeing this episode and the last couple episodes, like, I really loved parts of... 
all of the episodes from this season. Um, mm-hmm. And I actually think it's it's brilliant to start with Ahsoka in that like really quiet, like episode five, right? Which feels yeah. like it was kind of the be- beginning of the story in a way. Yeah. Um, like, I think it's brilliant to start with like sort of the smallest of stories where it's like three characters handling, you know, something up with a droid and like somebody yeah. who wants money, right? It's like so small. Um, and then gradually then they get pulled into a bigger thing, um, you know, by the choices of, of Rafa. And then, then Ahsoka gets pulled back into like the grandest, most epic Star Wars, right? Yeah. Literally. And, um, and that arc, I feel, um, I, I think was super, super good. At yeah. the same time, I'm like, I want more episodes like this one. Yeah. And, and, yeah. and I feel the same, like, last night you and I were talking off mic about how we kind of, like, now that we saw all the Ahsoka stuff, didn't really know why we had four episodes of the clones doing clone yeah. things. Yeah. And I still sort of feel like we could have maybe had one of those instead of four of those. Right, but sure. this was such a brilliant way to, to – once they mentioned fives, I was like, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. That wasn't just filler. That was set up as part of this story. And – or actually, my, my theory on this is, and from the little I've read is – that the original two arcs had mostly been, like, they were sort of, like, half-written or maybe they'd mostly been drawn already. Like, that a lot yeah. of the work had already been done. Mm-hmm. These last four are all completely new content. Yeah. But they figured, like, a way to basically take that story of fives and tie it into this. And maybe that was always the intention. Maybe that was a new way to do it. Yeah. Um, but I at least feel much better about all of the five story being in there now that it now we're sort of like, oh, okay, now I get it. That wasn't just filler. That was that was a whole bunch of stuff to set up one small part, but still it yeah. did set up an important part. Yeah. Well, that was about Echo, though, mostly. Right? I mean, like, Rex is talking about fives and how he's gone and that, like, sense of Oh, that's of right. No, for some reason I was getting fives and Echo yeah. connected. And so, fives, yeah, no, I... we didn't need those four episodes in the beginning. Right, right, right. Yeah, that, I mean that was at the beginning of episode of season six. There's the whole thing with Tup and Fives, and I think I'm trying to remember exactly what happened. I like read re like some of the recaps, but um, uh-huh. I think like Tup m- malfunctioned, and then Fives was like trying to investigate it, or it might have been vice versa. And one of them, I think, basically got killed, and then the other one was on the run, and then was coming to, like, basically tell what happened to Anakin and Obi-Wan, I think, and then he got killed, and, like, it was mm-hmm. unclear, like, I think by, like, an assassin or something like that. Yeah. Um, this could be way off, but I'm pretty sure that's roughly what happened. But the point was that there was this story about the chips early on, and, um, and yeah, the Bad Batch story wasn't about those, but it was about, like, Echo was kind of one of the other original of that group, right, right. I think, from early on. Um the- that does make sense. And, and a part of me wondered at one point, like, if – because, I mean, the Bad Batch are all kind of weird and off in some ways. And mm-hmm. so a part of me wonders if the Bad Batch don't have the chip or in some mm. way, like, the chip was malfunctioning. Right. And yeah. so I do kind of wonder if maybe what we're going to get is Rex and Ahsoka, wind, you know, kind of turning towards the Bad Batch, you know, for right. safety at the end. Yeah, yeah. Um, in some ways, I think that could be cool. In some ways, I could feel like that's a lot to try and do in 30 minutes with all the rest of what we need. Yeah, that um, feels like a four-episode arc to me, not like the yeah. fourth episode in an arc. Um, yeah. But, yeah, I I mean, you know, like, 
what is up with Echo? I mean, the, so the, the Bad Batch episodes kind of introduced the idea of, like, well, should we trust the clones, right? Right. That... Um, sp- specifically Echo, but, you know, it's kind of, I think, a hint at the theme that then spectacularly I think it introduces blows that. up. The other thing I think that it also does introduce, though, quite well is it really reintroduces Rex in a powerful way. And yes. I feel like if I hadn't had – I will say if I hadn't had those four episodes – Rex turning on the clones to support Ahsoka, mm. I think wouldn't hit as hard because it like, wouldn't have the same weight. Yeah, because Rex also does just point blank kill two clones as part yeah. of helping to protect Ahsoka. Yeah. yeah. Um, and again, that's that's just one of those little mo- like him raising the guns. Like I honestly had no idea who he was going to shoot. You know. Right. Um, right. Yeah. Just just so well done. Um, on the continuity point, I will say that I'm. Um, in some ways, this is a sign of just what a good show this was. Um, to me, I focus a lot on continuity problems and a lot on like things that I wish could have been done better when there isn't enough about the thing to make me go, that was amazing. Um, mm. And here, like, I've spent our last two episodes talking about how I'm really excited for the possibility that we're going to get answers to what happened to Mandalore that sets everything up in the TV show The Mandalorian. The Mandalorian in this, it doesn't it now look looks likely. Like, it now looks like we're not going to get that, and I'm okay with that. You know, I'm right. a little like, eh, it seems a little weird to kind of have two things that care so much about Mandalore that don't in any way connect. But who cares? This is so good. You know, right? Like, exactly. Like it's moved from like a major point of complaint to like, well, I would have liked that, but like I can live with this. Like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. It, yeah. it it mostly it tells me that maybe these aren't as connected as I thought, and so it, I'm not quite as hopeful for like a really you know connected EU going forward. But I'm okay with that, you know. It's right. Like, okay. You know, I I thought I was gonna get this really awesome thing for Christmas, and I'm not. But I'm getting something pretty damn cool as well. That's still so much better than everything we've gotten recently. So yeah, for sure. And I and I mean, you did get the wink about the dangerous doors. So yes, you know, yes, dangerous doors. There's doors some and arms. There's a tie that binds. <laughs> yes, exactly. Exactly. I'm so glad that scene hit you the way it did me because that was just like, wait, yeah, really? Yeah. Uh, it might not have to the same extent if you hadn't brought it up earlier in the series, but it, it really did. Having having said all that, I was like, oh, man. Especially because, like, you saw his arm, like, still in the door. And I was just like, are they? Are they? Are they? Really? Really? Oh, God. Yeah. Right, exactly. Yeah, first I was he thought he was just gonna get cut in half or something. But then when it was like specifically the arm, it was like, oh boy. Yeah, <laughs> the arm fell. <laughs> um let's talk about um Ahsoka turning to Maul. What what how did you feel about how all that played out and the and the scene between them? Um I it wasn't what I thought was gonna happen exactly. Mm-hmm. Um and so okay, first of all, like to get the complaint out of the, out of the way, like shouldn't they have just like put explosives on that chamber and like shipped it out to space and blown it up or something like that yeah. instead of like oh let's open the thing with this super dangerous guy in it and then <laughs> sh- oh ah! <laughs> although actually Ahsoka came in right and yeah at least it yeah. was it was Ahsoka not yeah. him killing them um <clears throat> right. but yeah like just dump him out in an airlock like yeah it my- just felt like this is not a good idea. <laughs> like, <laughs> But, um, yeah, I mean, her turning to him and not being like, hey, let's figure that, you know, them teaming up and being doing like a sort of buddy cop kind of thing, Uh I think might not have played as well as like Ahsoka and Ventress. Yeah. I mean, like, I really appreciate the interaction they had 
in the previous episode and then in this one as well and it feels consistent it feels like it feels real you know it, d- it didn't feel contrived like she's yeah. basically just like look i'm setting you loose because it's gonna buy me time good luck i don't mean <laughs> it but like you know this is what i feel i have to do but like i'm only gonna go so far you know he's like spot me a lightsaber she's like yeah peace <laughs> <laughs> and in some ways to me it felt so telling of it like I had the same thing. I thought they were going to team up, and I was a little eye-rolly. And then I was yeah. like, wow, Ahsoka is a cold badass, and I right. love it. Yeah, like, yeah. Uh, she's straight up using him and sending him to his probable death for right. her good. And and also, unfor- like, also like sending a whole bunch of clones to their deaths. Yeah, yeah it's in- definitely going to end up in more clones being killed but um, by him and not by her. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but, like, <laughs> it, here's the thing more than anything is I feel like Ahsoka season one – would have tried mm-hmm. to team up with him. And that that right. was kind of the point of that. It was, it was showing some really nice character growth on her part of like, yeah. yeah, no, she's not fucking around anymore. She's learned her lessons. She's yeah. figured it out. She ain't doing that shit anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's like, this is how it's going to be. Yeah. Um, and and I, I realize that I buried the lead here a little bit. Let's back up a little bit to um, uh, the, the stuff that happened before of um, Ahsoka basically like first talking to the Jedi Council. Oh, yeah. And, and then, so yeah, what, what was it like? Let's just go with like her talking to the Jedi Council, uh, and and her little interaction with Yoga, with, with Yoda. What's your take on yeah. all that? <laughs> um, I feel like she'd be really good at yoga, but yeah, um, <laughs> also true. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I, I felt like I, I thought that scene was actually a little weird. Um, mm-hmm. first, I mean, on second viewing, it kind of made more sense to me. Um, but like, so she goes and she's trying to talk to the council and she wants Anakin to be there and she wants to say something to him about what Darth Maul said. Right. Right. Um, and maybe about what Kenobi said and he's not there and they're just like kind of having a conversation about stuff that they maybe don't want everybody else to overhear. Like it's, it's funny how at the end, you know, Mace is like, Oh, well, you know, that's just council business since you're, you know, since you're a, a citizen. Right. Which, like, okay, that sort of makes sense. But then, like, why are you having this whole conversation where, like, everybody could see it in, in like, hologram or whatever? Um, so that that struck me as, like, a little weird. But, um, you know, her kind of making the choice, like, yeah, I'm not ready to be a Jedi again yet. You know, which, which it felt like, you know, obviously. So then she's leaving the possibility open. Right. Um, and Yoda, I think, knows, like, something's up. But... He doesn't necessarily know what, and she's like, well, I'll just tell Anakin when I see him, which seems optimistic. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you know. I, I, I thought it was weird, but I also thought it all made sense of the characters. Like, yes. on the one hand, you know, Mace, as most of the Jedi, but especially Mace, has just proven to be incredibly arrogant to the point of hubris. Yes. About, like, yeah, well, just, we won't tell people things, and they won't ask questions. It's fine. You know, like... In some ways, what he does with, with Ahsoka of letting her learn things but then being like, oh, don't worry about it, is so much what he's done with Anakin over the last couple of movies and all True. the seasons of the show. Yeah. Um, and I do wonder if maybe they were trying to bait her a little bit. Like, because Yoda mm. does say, like, you know, are you a Jedi? Kind of like, are you a Jedi? And she right. says no. And I wonder if maybe they were kind of hoping, like, that letting her in on this would make her feel like, oh, yeah, I want to be part of this again. Um, right. Now, right. granted, like. That's the, interesting. The, council of masters and a padawan is still i don't think they're gonna jump her up that level but um, right 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 but yeah but it, um, it, it did feel the way they could the, like make her jedi knight right like a full jedi knight i mean she captured like 
The yeah. Apprentice, you know. I mean, come on. Uh, especially since they're not, they're, like, they're they're, they're going to be low on uh, bodies pretty soon. So we, we pointed out on the other Clone Wars uh, set of podcasts, like they probably should have given her a different, you know, Jedi Knight trainer a long time ago. Right. But I certainly right. think at this point they're like, yeah, you're never seeing Anakin again. <laughs> like, right. Right. Um, yeah, I I just thought it was great, and I um like the way Maul calls her citizen. Uh, or civil. I think it was citizen. Yeah, I just thought it was so yeah. like, yep, dismissive and. Um, uh, Mace, Mace, Mace. What did I say? Yeah, Maul. Maul. Okay, yeah, I don't know. Very yeah. different characters. Yeah. Very different characters. <laughs> yeah, quite different. Quite different. Um, and so yeah, and so then we get um her. Kind of using Jedi telepathy, I guess, to um you know basically hear that whole situation, which is um, one of the most extreme moments of Jedi telepathy we've seen. But I was kind of willing to buy it because it's a great plot. A great plot device um right and yeah i uh, i mean it's not like she was trying to listen it's like it was this like huge um you know moment in the force basically right right like her and and maul both felt it or heard it you know right oh and those were the original actors actually they're the archived voices yeah i just looked it up yeah yeah i and i so what's your do you think by that point she fully believes that Anakin has turned? No. I yeah. don't. Um I think she might have said something to them if she thought that. I think she thinks that he hasn't and that maybe she can talk to him more effectively than other people can. No, it, is... it, 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 I think your your chronology is wrong there because she li- she hears oh, Mace's oh. death. Oh, I thought you were talking No, no, no. I thought you were talking about earlier like when oh, she's okay. talking to the council oh after she hears that yeah um yeah yeah i think so i yeah. think that you know um there might not be a level of certainty there but i think that's definitely what she th- i think she has a good idea what's up like what happened yeah it, you know? it was the one moment i thought was missing was some moment of her turning and maybe it's because she has no one to turn to who she trusts but like i feel like we need some moment of her like being horribly upset as she like talks to Rex or someone like that about like, I can't mm-hmm. believe Anakin would do this. Right. Um, you know, and, and we got to see that on her face and that alone was amazing. Like getting yeah. to watch her experience that. But I, I, I <laughs> maybe it's just kind of like the angsty emo stuff, but I just feel like <laughs> that relationship between her and Anakin has been so pivotal. Um, I really want to see her reaction to that a little bit more. Yeah. And I mean, maybe she didn't really have, um, someone to talk to in this episode after that happened. Right. Right. Like she had her nice conversation with Rex before that. And then after that, she had droids to talk to, which I loved by the way. Yeah. Oh, I loved so everything good. about the droids in this episode. Um, uh, the, the like Rex, I think it was Rex turning to the droid who like bumped into him and being like, are you crosswired? I thought was hilarious because he's literally like crosswired. Oh, I didn't even right there. catch that. That's so good. Right? <laughs> you know, I mean, coming from a clone who was wired to do something anathema to, to their right. stated purpose, you know, um, I thought was kind of awesome. Um, and then I think, you know, Ahsoka's treatment of the droids, the way she treats the droids sort of mirrors the way she treats the clones where she treats them all as people. And like, you know, people can have different ideas about what they think about, a clone compared to a, you know, non-clone human. Mm-hmm. Um, and then also can have different ideas about droids. Um, but, you know, the droids 
have personalities. Like as far as I'm concerned, droids are people, and yeah. they're very discriminated against in the in the Star Wars universe, as were the clones. Um, and you know, I think she treats them all like like equals, like like or at least like you know, the, the droids living on her beings side. that matter. Yeah, the droids on her side. I mean, right. the other ones she just cuts off their heads. I, I mean, that's, just, that's yeah. the weird thing is like. All yeah, of the R right. level droids or the CP droids, like all the droids who we experience, get to have individual personalities, except yes. the battle droids, who are all exactly the same. They're, they're all, all exactly the same. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, the I don't want to go on a huge tangent here, but the fact that the battle droids can surrender, I think, matters. Yeah, because they that. do sometimes, right? When they're down to like one, they definitely do. Yeah, they definitely do. So yeah, um, that's that's another. That's more of a superhero ethics kind yeah. of. <laughs> we've done something on that and we probably I actually um next week we're going to do an episode specifically on um the ethical questions of star wars and the droids mm-hmm. is definitely one we're going to talk about nice because um, nice. it's just so many different perspectives um yeah um i'm trying to think there's probably a lot more that we can talk about but also every minute we talk about this like literally like i am right you're like i want to watch the next episode <laughs> so finish this freaking podcast <laughs> And, and for a little bit of background, I was like, maybe we could record tomorrow because I haven't even started editing the last – we're recording this when I haven't started editing the last one. And I have a ton of work I need to do. But Paul was like, come on, man. Come on. We got to record. We got to record. <laughs> um, as you said, it's an act of Herculean will to not watch the next yeah, one. And I, yeah. Um, I, I watched it with it, my fiance, who, who doesn't care much. She hasn't really been following, right. but she was yeah, nice yeah. enough to be in the room when I was watching, uh, yeah. taking care of her after her surgery. Um, and I was like, okay, I'm so mad about the last one. I hit pause at, at when we were on the credits for this episode and I turned away from the screen and I gave her the controller and I said, please get it so that it's paused at the beginning of the next episode so I don't have to look at the next next episode oh, wow. screen. Nice. <laughs> nice. Well done. <laughs> I like, well I'm done. not making a I mistake like again. Um, <laughs> but let's run through just some quick predictions. Any thoughts on uh, what, what, what we think is might happen? Um, I'm really curious whether there will be like an Ahsoka Anakin confrontation. Uh, whether we'll see like Vader, mm-hmm. you know. Um, I like will Rex survive? Is he going to like? I saw a headline that makes me think he will. I don't know. Um, like in a really twisted way, it makes me think he will. But like, yeah. like will he and Ahsoka kind of like go off and? be away from like, like what's rex gonna do you right. know like if he's not part of i mean because the entire army is basically um i mean it's 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 a coup d'etat led by the leader of the republic yeah right and wait, that's i mean wait a minute I mean, a an elected leader uses their power and their control over the military and the establishment to basically seize far more power than they're supposed to have. Yeah. Um, I mean, like, uh, we can obviously, obviously we're talking about the modern day and what we think is happening in this own country. But even behind right. that, like, Hitler was elected and then took right. further yeah. power. You know, like, right. uh, exactly. in Egypt, recent leaders did that. Like, this is actually, like, a fairly common kind yeah. of... Er- Erdogan in... Um, Erdogan, yeah, in Turkey. Turkey. Like, yeah. yeah, this is actually a pretty... There's there's precedent. There's historical precedent for this, to be sure. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I, um, I think, and again here, I, I, part of this is because of my knowledge, um, my understanding is that Rex goes on to be part of some of the um, later show stuff. Mm, um, okay. But yeah. again, I don't know. You know, it could well be that Rex dies in this, you know, right. which I have no idea. Um, yeah. 
Um, so. so I mean, I think there will be some. I, I think there will be some contact between Ahsoka and Anakin. It won't go particularly well, but like we know that everyone survives, or right. those people. I mean, we know basically who survives and who doesn't based on who's in later media for the yeah. most part, right? Um, will the Bad Batch show up? I don't know. Maybe you know, yeah. I like maybe they don't have the chip. You know, does Echo have the chip? Does he still have the chip after being like? vaderized basically um you know maybe not i don't know so so maybe that they will kind of become sort of a little team or something um i'm really curious to see what happens um i i do also i i i'm not sure i agree that uh ahsoka is going to talk to anakin i i i think she's going to talk to obi-wan oh Um, okay because remember there's a scene towards the end of revenge of the sith where obi-wan basically like tries to make contact with any jedi who are still out there um And and they're, they're like him and, and Yoda are kind of coming up with these plans to go into hiding and stuff like that, um, yeah. And and so I do wonder if Obi Wan is at all involved with, um, you know, he reaches out to her. Now, granted, he's not at that last council meeting, so it's entirely possible he has no idea she's still alive. Um, True. But but I, I wonder if he kind of reaches out to her in a kind of like you're not a Jedi, you're still below the radar screen. Um, right. Yeah. Like stay under the radar. Like. Yeah. Although yeah. clearly, any thought we had about with the clones, like, nope, Order 66 100% applies to her as well. Right, yeah, exactly. It's like, eh, it's, you know, a technicality isn't going to save you. With, yeah, like, no, no, no. Yeah. You, you I mean, because it's also, it's it's not just Jedi. It's, it's like all Force users, as it turns out. Right? Oh, yeah. I mean, it's like, kill them all. Yeah, that's true, too. That's true, too. Um, yeah. There can be only two. Wait. That's <laughs> not how it goes. <laughs> Yeah, well, I, there I wonder, like, I don't know if that's specifically, like, kill all Force users as much as that's, like, now that oh. Anakin is solidified as my apprentice, I oh, don't sure. in any way need Maul anymore. Right, right. He's like, yeah, that was my backup plan. You can you can shoot him into space. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Well, um, and certainly I think that's why, that's very much why um, Sidious has uh, Anakin kill Dooku, is that same, like, clearing the path for him. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and clearing the path for him and that that act brings him closer to being, you know, to to the dark side. Right. Right, I think. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, I think we're ready to wrap Um, up. Unless you got anything more? Yeah, there was one moment that I thought you probably would have really liked um, or had some thoughts on. I was kind of curious. The little musical Mm -hmm. cue? No, it was um, the... When when they're scanning for the chip in Rex and can't find it at first, uh-huh. and Ahsoka like lays her hands on his head and does the whole like I'm one with the Force, the Force is one with me, I'm one with the Force, the Force is one with me, and then Rex is like repeating that. Uh-huh. Um, I like that's what that's what the Donnie Yen character is saying in Rogue One, right? When yeah. he's like walking, and basically like as far as I can tell, using the Force like to. Yeah. Be like, yeah, I'm going to walk through a field of laser bolts and touch this thing in the middle. Like, yeah, I mean, he he's a hedge wizard. He's 100 percent right. like yeah. you know, not a full fledged exactly. mage. But exactly, I, I had mixed thoughts on it. Um, okay, and and here is one of those moments where my disconnect about the writing makes me not quite be able to appreciate. Like, I did realize it was a very powerful moment, and I did think mm-hmm. it was really beautiful. Mm-hmm. It is though one of those moments where like. You know, in Rogue One, is, which is significantly later than this happening, is the first yeah. time we ever see a character say those words, th- that particular right. phrase. Yeah. And, like, 
I was willing to be like, okay, maybe that's been like a saying of like the people at the Temple of Jeddah or something like that, you know. Right, but like right. to then sort of like retcon it that actually this is a saying that like Jedi believe and Jedi mm-hmm. will say in really important moments, even though they've never said it before. Right, right. Um, it, it it just it like and maybe maybe once I'm like okay I just accept that I can go back and watch it because I do think it was very powerful. Um, yeah. But it, it the discontinuity of it threw me a bit. But what what about for you? What was the moment that how, how did that moment hit you? Maybe he got it from her. Yeah. Like that's possible. maybe she went to the Jedi Temple or like <laughs> and I mean he said he never met a Jedi right? Yeah. But like she's, well, not, she's a not a Jedi anymore. That's possible. So well, I don't know. Um, but yeah, how, how, what did you think of that moment? I don't know. It, it felt powerful to me. Yeah. Like, and I, I don't totally know why. It just did. I mean, callbacks like hit me. You know, <laughs> like yeah. when when something references something else. Um, but then also that it was like, you know, to me that like that expression is, you know, sort of about how. I mean, the idea of the force is that like everything's connected, right? Right. And. I think it works great in Rogue One, but here I feel like even more so because it's like, you know, she's trying to connect with him and like in in this sort of like very literal way, you know, um, Mm -hmm. and sense basically, you know, what's going on with him. um, And she, you know, and she does connect with him. If that had if instead of like the chip being just removed medically, like, I don't know, maybe that would have been an interesting way to take it also instead of just like, Oh, now we found the chip. Okay. Oh, there's a, there's some, you know, doors opening. Let's go back to that. Um, but yeah, I I liked it. I I liked it. I I do think there's a real power there, uh, especially because like, you know, one of the themes that was established as early back as a new hope is this idea of kind of like nature versus machine, you know, and that the force is very much supposed to be like the rejection of, machines and the trusting of your instincts and like you know Mm -hmm. turn off your targeting computer trust the force um and and so i think there's a dual power there both of her recognizing like he is a living being who is thus a part of the living force and that being like a really powerful thing but also the idea that it's that idea of him being connected to the force because what I like is that I don't think that she's just saying, like, I am part of the Force. I think she's saying, like, you, Rex, We're, you are one with the Force. And the force right, is right. You. Like, yeah, like, we are, basically. Like, right. And that it's yeah. his being part of the Force that allows him to overcome this chip. So, yeah. It, right. It, it's – the continuity is a little weird, but you're right. It is an incredibly yeah. powerful yeah. moment. And and that's the thing. is like, the, this show is good enough that it can get away with those in a way that I'm right. okay with. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, All right, let's watch the next episode. Well, I was going to say, the one thing, and now I wish I could remember it, but there's one moment when she, maybe it's when she's entering with Maul. I'm not quite sure, but there's just like a little bit of dark side music with Ahsoka that I really appreciate. I think, I think it's maybe oh, it was like yeah. when she's, she's figuring stuff out about um, Anakin. I don't, I don't, I, don't, I can't, I, did, you, did you not hear it? It was like um, maybe like I, three bar, like one bar of music. It was very short. I heard, like, the first... There, there's several times when they've alluded to some of the main themes without actually, like, playing them through. Right. Where it's, like, the first, like, four notes or something when it's, like, it takes five or six notes to, like, really define, you know, the melody. But it's, like, it's there as an implication. Right. Um, yeah, and I, I, I think I know what you're talking about. Um, yeah. Good stuff, good stuff. All right, yeah. let's go watch the last episode. And, okay. Uh, I'm going to be editing uh, another episode, but uh, if in an hour or so you want to poke me or 35 minutes and go let's record, I'll probably be up for it.
Cool. I'll let you know. All right. Uh, to our fans, thank you so much. Uh, this has been a really yeah. wild ride uh, we've been having. I've been so glad you've been a part of it. Um, I think we're going to do a um, uh, uh, like a last kind of feedback episode. So please, if you've been following along, you've been watching this, if you've already watched this, I'd love to, we'd love to know what you th- think. And um, we, we'll, we'll read your comments and talk about them on the air. So uh, please write in. Let us know what you're thinking. Let us know how you enjoy it. What do you think can happen in this last episode? We'd, we'd love to hear that. Um, you can find us, uh, all of our note, all of our links to Facebook, Twitter, and email are all in the show notes. Check those out. Um, if you're liking the show, please write us a review. Helps other people hear it and helps us get the word out. So thank you, Paul. Thank you, everybody. Have a good